Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. So, Michelle. Yeah. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm I'm not bad. Not bad at all. Um, I've been worse. I've been better. I think I'm pretty good today. That's good. Um, so since we just hit that mic as hard as you want, it's your mic. You can do it all you want. You're like, no, it's, it's a condenser mic. It'll break. Um, (laughs) uh, no, um, I can't remember the last time we were on was like two weeks ago. Um, I don't think we even got a chance to talk about your uh, your first inspection, your first professional inspection. Yep, no, we didn't. Oh, we couldn't have, because yeah, the the first week that we were weren't on was because you were doing the ins- yeah. or going to be doing the inspection roundabouts when yeah. yeah. So, uh, how did that go? I went okay. <laughs> you know, I went okay. It was a it was a condo, so it's a little bit less interesting. And faster than a, you know, a regular house inspection, just because there's less to inspect. Like, I don't have to worry about the roof, especially because it was like a, on a middle floor. So it's not, it's not going to be impacted if there's a roof leak. It, oh, that's good. I mean, it, it could be in, there could be a toilet leak that it could be impacted. Ah, uh, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> so, but it went well and they seemed happy with your service? Well, they didn't. They haven't said anything bad yet, so okay. that's did they, good. Did they review you yet? No. Did you follow up and ask them to please leave a review if they're happy with your service? I I did through um through Angie, and <laughs> <laughs> so I did. Yes. Okay. I figure I will maybe do that again, and then um if I don't hear anything back, I was gonna wait like a month. I'm gonna wait until they yeah. close them and be like, "Yay! Like you're in your place. Like I hope it's going really well. Could you <laughs> fucking review me? Because no one will take a chance on me. Just them. They're the only. They they took a chance on you. It was you just had them, you had though. no reviews. Yeah, yeah. I still so have no reviews. To... <laughs> I'm just saying they are the ones who could get the ball rolling. Mm-hmm for yeah. you they could help you get the ball rolling i mean if you wanted uh i mean i i could pay you to inspect a house and you and like literally your report could be like this isn't a house this is a patch of grass and then sign it and that's that's <laughs> you inspected my house it wasn't a house it was a patch of grass and then i could be like a very good home inspector did excellent yeah. kept me from buying a patch of grass and attempting to live in it very yeah. thankful God bless yours in Christ, Hendrik Kuto. <laughs> but seriously, like I would like if anyone I know has a home that they want me to inspect, like at this point, I'll do it for basically nothing. I would just just if you could review me, like give me like five bucks because that's how much the report costs. No, ten bucks. Because oh, I gotta wow. pay for the report, yeah, and then see I how also the price have to keeps pay... going up as time as she keeps yeah, talking. Yeah, <laughs> So I need the ten bucks, so I'm not not in the negative for it. Besides that, like you were you review me, and that's that's it. Like I don't, I don't even care. Oh. Like, you hear that, kids? She'll say anything on the review on the on the the report too. She doesn't give a damn. No, I won't. She's crooked. I do give a damn. She's so crooked. No, no, but I will do it for basically free. I mean, you heard it here, folks. No, I mean, you need reviews. Reviews are so important, though, um, on anything, you know, even things that aren't as important as a home inspection. It's one of the reasons, like, every time I do, like, a podcast, the first thing I ask for is, like, leave a star rating on your favorite podcast app. Because if people search for the type of podcast you do, the next thing they look at is how many ratings do you have? You know, that's how they become confident that your show is, you know, legitimate or that it's going to exist for a while or that it's good or whatever. You know, it just, it just gives them, you know, 
it just really helps uh, kind of sort it out. We have some people uh, sending us chats. Jasmine Rodolfi said, hey, this is my first time watching in real life. Well, hey, Jasmine. Good to see you there. Hey. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're staying cool because it is very warm these days. Um, I had to order a washer for this thing. It's It, it doesn't stay tight. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> the washer will be here Friday. Um, uh, David Denoyer said, can we just leave five star reviews with odd write ups? Five stars. I was depressed. Then I went for a walk. <laughs> You I mean, whatever I don't think you that want. Would, yeah, I mean, it's a free country. I don't know that that would help, but it couldn't hurt. David is actually in my living room right now. I guess listening uh, through his phone in my living room because we're hanging out today watching movies. But I really wanted to take a little time to do a stream because it had been a hot minute. Um, uh, Tim Castle on over on YouTube commented, "What about gas money?" Woof. I'm not I'm not gonna have any gas money if I don't get jobs. So I don't care. It's fine. We'll I'll yeah. I'll eat that. Whatever. <laughs> so I almost like part of me is like, we should talk about gas prices. Then I'm like, nah, that'll just make me really angry and sad and angry again. So we broke five bucks here yesterday. Yeah, we no um it depends. I'm not sure. One two of the gas stations went down two cents. Whoa. One of them is at 5.06. I don't know. When life is good, it's best not to ask questions, right? <laughs> Three cent drop, 40 cent raise in one day. Uh, so, um, but no, yeah, if you need a home inspection, you should talk to Michelle. Um, especially if you're in the places where it's legal for her to inspect your home. I mean, uh, if it's not legal there, then I could still inspect it. It's just not going to mean anything, you know, ah, but it'll mean something in your heart. Yeah. I mean, you know? like if you're like, ah, oh, I want a second opinion that I can't sue you in court for because you're not licensed in this state. Then <laughs> sure. Hey, there we go. See, that works out. Works out for everybody. Um, but uh, have you had you've had a few leads come in? A few people have kind of like sniffed around, but then just kind of pieced out for now. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's the way the freelance world goes too. Mm -hmm. Lots of people come and waste your time. Um, I was uh, on uh, it was last Saturday was the eight year anniversary of me making movies for a living. And, uh, I'm very thankful by the way, I got an immense amount of like likes and comments and interactions and messages and phone calls. Thank you guys. Um, it was a very cool day to, you know, celebrate, but, uh, film Dayton, the, the local film group in, in the area who I've done, I did a talk for a couple times or something. Uh, they shared the post, which was very nice of them. And I got a message from a guy I don't know. He wanted to like chat <clears throat> and I guess he wants to, he's working on becoming a director of photography and stuff, but he got like really crummy with me because when he said like, you know, I'd love to collaborate. I said, awesome. Can I see your work? And he was like, well, none of it's done yet. And I was like, okay, well, I look forward to seeing it when it's done. And he was like, okay. And I was like, what you, I can't see what you do. <laughs> But like, you should am I just supposed want to, to collaborate anyway. I should just want to like, what do you want me to say? Like, let's go have lunch and make a deal without me knowing if you can do anything. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> like, I felt bad because it's like, I'm not trying to say you, you stink. That's not at all my point. My point mm -hmm. is, I would love to see your work when it yeah. exists. Yeah. Very, very, you know, simple. Um, oh, Patty Stevens. She's in the chat. Patty's in. She said, hi. Hey. And she says, nice Joe Bob shirt, Henrik. I have every Joe Bob shirt that they released, which is shameful now because there's like nine of them hmm. and the limited edition one from the Jamboree as well. I'm, I'm a, I'm the worst, uh, <laughs> the absolute worst. I have all of them and the, and the pajama pants. So uh -huh. yeah, I just need them. Okay. That's all it is. I just need them. So oh, Pat, Patty said, no shame. <laughs> um, last week on uh, The Last Drive-In, they showed a movie called Hellbender, a, a new movie. Mm -hmm. Came out, uh, I think, the beginning of this year or late last year. And it was made literally by a family, by a mother, a, a daughter, and a husband. 
they made the movie themselves, like with DSLR cameras and drones and, and, uh, acted in it and everything. There were some other people in it too, but it was mostly just them. And it was so cool. And they play in a band together. I sent you that music video of them performing on the last drive. And it was so cool. And it, it gave me such like warm, fuzzy film feelings. So if you are a, a Shutter uh, person, if you have sh- a membership to Shutter and you uh, feel like it, you should watch that episode of The Last Drive-In. Um, Pasquale, said, Pasquale Romero commented, Joe Bob Briggs is a national treasure of Americana and pop culture. I believe supporting the man is a patriotic duty. I agree. Also, LOL, you said duty. Um, uh, absolutely. I'm actually, uh, the beginning of next month, I'll be at the Joe Bob Jamboree in Memphis, Tennessee. And I'm really looking forward to it. Um, Tim Castle commented, if they, if the guy shoots a car driving by on his phone, does that count? Well, I mean, it's more than what he showed me. I said, do you have anything I can see? And he was like, no, not yet. Saying like, I shot this on my iPhone would be more than no, not yet. Uh, Patty Stevens commenting uh, to Pasquale said, I couldn't agree more. No, (laughs) look, I'm not trying to be a a butthead, but whenever somebody gets in touch with me and says they want any kind of collaboration or support to make a movie, I make myself extremely available for advice, for tips. Like I, I constantly am telling people like what camera I would recommend in their budget range and stuff like that. I'm always talking about that stuff, but it blows my mind when somebody comes to me who's like 20 or 21. And this, this gentleman who got a hold of me, he's in his early thirties. But, uh, you know, when somebody comes to me and they're in there, like they're 20 or 21 or whatever, and they're like, I always want to make a movie or I always want to whatever. And I'm like, oh, cool. Well, can I watch some stuff you've made? And they're like, oh, I haven't made anything yet. Like I want to make them. And all I can think is like, you have had a phone with a camera on it, like Mm -hmm. within arm's reach for almost the entire formative years of your life. Mm -hmm. How do you not have any skits or, or shorts? I went... In my day, uh, when I was a kid, I literally made, cause and then they'll say, you know, like, well, I can't make anything I'd be proud of. When I was a kid, I would literally make stupid movies in my backyard with my friends that sucked. Like they weren't good. They, there was nothing about them that was good other than maybe the potential you could see in them. And then I had to make copies of them on DVD and take them physically with me everywhere and try to get people to buy them so that they could see my work. Because mm-hmm. when I first started making shorts, there wasn't even YouTube yet. I remember what a big deal it was that it could be on DVDs and not cassette tapes, you know, mm-hmm. VHS yeah. tapes. So it blows my mind when you have all of the access to all of the technology and you don't have anything to, to show. It's just a bummer. Like I want to, mm-hmm. I want you to make something that I can watch, you know, but that's not, and that's yeah. not always the case, but I've noticed it, especially with people who go to film school, people will come to me and be like, I'm in film school right now. I'm like, Oh cool. Can I watch something you've done? And like, Oh, well we haven't done anything yet. And I'm like, you're 20. How do you not have any short films? If film is your ma- major interest, if it, especially if it's such a major interest that you're willing to spend the money to go to film school, you'd think you'd made some skits. You know, something, even a TikTok, you know, something. Mm -hmm. So it always blows my mind because I cannot overstate how difficult it was to make a bunch of short movies when I was a teenager. And I still did it because it was like the thing I was interested in. Yeah, I guess maybe they just think they need someone else to teach them how to do it before they can do it. You know, no, and I, I get that. I mean, but you have the entire Internet to teach you. You could, you could literally get on YouTube and learn how to do damn near everything. Well, it's just like the people on the home improvement Reddit who come and ask like really dumb questions. It's like, you could have just Googled this. It would have taken like three (laughs) seconds. Well, the let me Google that for you thing is a whole other conversation too. Yeah. Uh, Tim Castle commented, I never made anything until I went to film school. I wish I had made VHS shorts beforehand, but I didn't want to learn bad habits that I would have to unlearn later. And I'm, I'm guessing by you saying you wish you had, that means you realized later that you could not have learned any bad habits that you would unlearn. And, and Tim is around about my age. So, so I know that he wasn't, you know, rocking a smartphone when he was 13 or anything like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Patricia said, I make video clips with my dogs, mostly my dogs. Hey, you know, 
one of the first videos, uh, music videos I ever made was just a montage of footage of my mom's poodle to the song Animal by Stuck Mojo. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead. That was the first music video I made. I just followed my mom's poodle around like while that. he like played and slept and ran around the backyard. And I just like pointed the camera at him and then cut it to Animal by Stuck Mojo. Cool. So, I mean, like I said, it's not all going to be gold. If anything, you want to get the suck out of your system quickly. No, I mean, you know, you're not, you, nobody starts anything and is just great at it. It's very rare that that would ever happen. So you want to, you know, be bad at it in a safe way, I guess. Of course, I would make bad things and then just broadcast them on cable access television and get hate mail. Cause I was not smart. Um, Jasmine commented, Anna Lynn makes fake YouTube videos on her phone and makes movies with her Barbies. You can watch those with her. That's so cute. Well, and see, but that's, and that's good though. Mm-hmm. Even if no one's watching it, she's creating things and being creative and using a camera. She doesn't even realize that she's learning uh, fundamentals of how to use a camera, how to point a camera, how to tell a story it's in there. So, mm-hmm. Uh, Patricia said, that's fantastic. I'm not sure what she's referring to at this exact moment. Um, oh, I think it's probably about the dog video. The first music, the first music video I did being my mom's dog. Mm -hmm, Uh, Tim Castle said, oh yes, the students who made home VHS movies definitely had a leg up on me. See, well, but I, I can't, I can't, um, fault you, Tim, as much as maybe other folks, because like I wanted a camera more than anything in the world when I was growing up, a video camera more than anything in the world. And they were pretty expensive. They were like in 1990s money, like five or $600, you know, starting. And I remember when I got my first camera because my mother put it on layaway at Walmart. And I remember the day she came, she knocked on my bedroom door. It was like a Saturday and was like, all right, we're getting the camera out of layaway. And I was like, (gasps) like, I couldn't believe we were actually going to get a VHS camcorder. I was Mm -hmm. so excited. I was so excited. It was an RCA VHS camcorder. And, uh, and I, I just remember being so excited. And then all I did was film all the time. I would film everything. I would videotape the dogs, the cat, I'd video, I would put the camera on a tripod and videotape myself. Just like I did puppet shows. I mean, I'm like 12, 13. I was just, it was just to do anything with the camera. Hey, it's Mm -hmm. gigs. (laughs) Well, no more Michelle, only cat. Sorry, kids. It's just, this is cat show now. You can keep going. It's fine. She'll move eventually. <laughs> we, we literally <laughs> can't see you at all. It's just the broadside of gigs. <laughs> okay. There we go. <laughs> oh, gigs is good girl. Um, knock things over. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, I definitely have this attitude that, but oh, so uh, it wasn't the easiest thing in the world to make VHS shorts when I was a teenager. Um, it was expensive to get a camera. And then on top of that, what I really was able to learn from was going to the community access station, which was very inexpensive because it's, you know, it's tax funded or whatever. So they don't, well, it's not really, ta- it's franchise fee funded. We've went through this before, so I'm not going to go through the entire thing right now. But yeah, that was, that was you know, how I started to learn. And, and then I ended up never going to film school because I was too busy making, I wanted to make movies immediately. I had no desire to wait. And I hate sitting in a classroom. I despise it. That's just me. I can't do it. I don't, I don't even, that's why I didn't even finish high school. I, I can't do it. Can't do it. And then Michelle sits over there all educated with her, her college degree, high school diploma. Do you know where your college degree is? No, no one does. <laughs> I've never asked anyone and they'd be like, oh yeah, I keep it right here. It's always like, I, I don't know. Somewhere. I think it's in a box, but I don't really know. <laughs> it could just be gone. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, fair, fair. It's not like that means. I, I mean, like that piece of paper does not mean anything. It's just a piece of paper. Probably. I mean, it's a good way, but the piece of paper is, makes it easier to fraudulently have a, a college education. You could use that piece of paper, I guess. But yeah, I guess if, 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 I guess if your education really mattered, they'd probably call, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. they'd probably make a call. No one calls. Yeah. Let's be real. Nobody cares. I remember when I worked at my last day job, 
I had uh, the minimum requirements for uh, <laughs> the minimum requirements for employment were a high school diploma. And uh, I didn't have it. And I worked there for three years. Um, oh, uh, Missy Walters. Uh, Missy just come. He said, mine's framed and hangs up at my work slash office. Nice. I mean, you're probably Missy does something. She she works in uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Missy, but you work in I mean, you work in therapy. So I feel like that's a that's the kind of thing that you're more proud of than like a bachelor's of, you know, arts or, science. you know, you know, or bachelor's of science in some, you know, anthropology or something. I feel like I'm those witched. people aren't. I. <laughs> what's your what's your degree in? Uh, it's a bachelor's in science uh, in like music engineering things i don't know it's not anything that like that that people would look at and go like huh that's really good they just be like all right that's a weird thing to put on your wall but. uh uh missy commented and said uh yes i have to have it displayed by law occupational therapist that's what i thought okay that's what i thought i mean i didn't realize yeah. you had to have it displayed by law but it makes sense anyhow mm -hmm. i feel like what yeah when you when you have like a, a degree in something like that or like a legal degree or what like you display it because it's like a serious accomplishment as opposed yeah. to like a generic college diploma that most people yeah that's what they did uh but but no so i don't know I, all i'm saying this isn't me saying you know if you're out there listening to this and you want to make movies or whatever that you uh suck it's me saying go out and make something like go on go on go out and do it now don't wait for permission Permission's the worst thing you can wait for. You'll always be disappointed. Uh, um, it it it's really important to just any any skill and time with with the craft that you like is good. You don't want to waste time because you'll you know there's there's always going to be people out there doing stuff right now, and it's good to give yourself a leg up and kind of get into feel the feel of things or whatever. And I'm gonna stop talking. No, well, plus you should, you should feed your passion. You mm -hmm. know, if you have a passion for it, you should, it should be pretty hard to keep you away from it. So, uh, Missy said it must be displayed at my primary place of employment in public view and copies must be on file in satellite offices. These days it's collecting dust on a shelf. Cause I get paid to horse around. She's, she's, that's a pun. Cause she works with horses. Oh, <laughs> so Michelle. I have made a huge life change and I wanted to talk about it on the show. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Sorry, gigs. I guess. Do you, this is a serious question. Do you have your keys and wallet on you? At this exact second? Yes. Or, or no. nearby. Yes. Can you get them? Like, do you want me to get up and get my keys and wallet? Is that yes. what you're asking me? Yes, I would like you to get up and get your keys and wallet. Okay. Okay. I can't like I can't like give you my bank account number or. <laughs> uh, this is the long con of our friendship. It was all just to get Can your you bank number. Me now? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the long con. So I don't know either. <laughs> it's better when I don't explain what's going on. That's always the better situation. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Jasmine just commented and said, my children hear your voice and they are all crowded around now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Michelle, hold mm -hmm. up. You don't have to open it. Just hold up your wallet and let's see it. Turn it so we can see how fat it is. That's a pretty decently not huge wallet. Like, that's decent, right? It's not huge. No, it's not huge. Now, let me see your keys. Just hold them up. Dear God. I did something terrifying, which is I went and just got rid of all of the extra crap. Oh. I literally looked at my keychain and there's stuff on it. I do need occasionally. I have like an additional keychain in my car that I could attach to my keys with a carabiner if I need it. But from now on, this is my keys. It's so sad. It's, this is it. It's amazing. I can, <laughs> I can wear sweat shorts and just put my keys in there and they just don't poke me or anything. And 
I went out and I'm trying, I'm trying this, this is challenging, but I'm trying to live the small wallet life. Okay. That's not so bad. Look how small it Sorry. is. It's pretty small. I mean, mine isn't that much bigger. Yours is bigger. I'm sorry. Yours I mean, is much it's bigger. Got a pocket. Hold on. I'm gonna put this on my lap. <laughs> uh oh, cat time again. Oh gigs. But it's it's. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still not. It's not super small. But I mean, my old wallet was so much thicker. Um, mm -hmm. and this has all the cards I need. But like my insurance card and stuff like that, I put that just in my car. Yeah. Because I'm done living that super ridiculous fat wallet life. Hi, Gigs Butt. Hello, Gigs Butt. Where are you going? Okay. So. She's gone. I'm not saying that you're doing it poorly. Like, I know why you have a lot more keys, too. Like, I I literally looked at my key ring, my old key ring. Actually, it's right back here. Hold on. This was everything else I had. Okay. I don't even know what half of this is. Yeah, I mean, it's not good if you don't know what it is. I know what all of mine are. Oh, I'm sure. I believe you. So, I mean, I have some keys, like, you know, a keys to, like, friends' houses for emergencies and stuff. So I'm not throwing them away. I'm just not carrying those every minute of the day. I'm tired of it. I, want, I like that now I could put my keys in my wallet in one friggin' pocket and be done. Oh, so see, that's the that's the that's the difference. I don't put my keys or my wallet in my pocket. So yeah, because you wear pants with loops, belt loops. So so mm -hmm. yeah, I don't. Yeah, I you could make awesome a belt pants. loop. You'd have to take that up with my mother. Tell, she she can make one, and you just hang your keys on her. Um. Oh, and. For when I'm on, like, when I'm out and about, like, at a business function or whatever, I bought this. Oh, it's yeah. It's a business card holder. So, because I, one of the reasons my, my, uh, one of the reasons my wallet was so fat was that I had business cards of my own to hand out. Mm -hmm. So now I have this thing in my car. And if I go to a place, I'm like, oh, yeah, I might want to network. I add them together. It's still smaller than my old wallet. So I'm excited about that. And this thing will, this thing's super cheap. It'll probably wear out and I'll have to get like a more expensive, like, like real leather wallet. Um, but I'm very excited because I scaled down and it feels good. I feel lighter. I feel freer. So good. Um, oh, uh, Rachel Rodolfi commented and said gigs. Rachel has one of the most obscene key situations ever. And she's always wearing it on her key loop. And then when she sits on my couch, I'm like, you better not be sitting on your keys on my couch. Uh, <laughs> I do that to yeah. everybody. You better not be sitting on your keys. Uh, Jerry said, Jerry Roth commented, so your wallet holds all the cards. <laughs> I think he was making a pun. It does hold all my cards. I mean, it really just the ones that matter. I also just stopped carrying the credit cards. I literally don't use that. I only have to have available credit to build my credit score. You know, like I have like a Best Buy credit card. I have an Apple credit card. I'm never using, I use those to buy mm -hmm. things on the internet when mm -hmm. I do use them. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah. no, I have like my discover card and my bank card and like, that's it. Like I'm not taking all the stuff everywhere all the time anymore. And like my AAA card, I'm like, no, that'll stay in my car. It's not like I'm going <laughs> to, it's not like I'm going <laughs> to need the AAA card. Plus if I'm, if I'm with somebody else and I suddenly need my AAA, I could just Google the number and they'll look. Yeah, like, it's yeah, fine. you could. It's fine. They never. Oh yeah, I guess they do ask for your number. They do ask for the number, but I could say like I don't have access to the card, and they'd be like, "Well, you're shit out of luck," and then they just like throw me into a fire and I die. Like, yeah, they like come out of their way and they just take <laughs> you out of your car and throw you into a yeah, fire. Yeah, they're like, "Well, since you told us where you are, we kill you." Um, the end. Um, uh. Jerry said, uh, one key goes to six foot Alice Cooper's house. That's a nickname of my buddy, Dave. I don't think I have a key to Dave's place. I don't think I do. Wow. Well, that shows how trusted I am. Dave. Jerk. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, Paulie said keys and wallet always in my pockets. And then, uh, Jerry Roth said, I love Michelle's hair and hen's glasses. Well, thank you. Thanks. I was just mowing the lawn, so it's back. <laughs> How 
How's that going? The lawn? Yeah. I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. David DeNoyer just commented, no one has a key to our apartment, LL. Then how do you guys get in? Maybe they How don't. do you guys get in? Maybe you they just, don't lock the door. You just lock leave the door. the door unlocked? Wow. Wow. And anyone wow. can just go in. Yeah. Must be nice to feel that confident. I'm going to get some out-of-print Blu-rays next time Dave's at work. Mm. Oh, oh! now he changes the story. Only me and Allie have keys. Crying, laughing emoji. We'll see about that. Um... <laughs> But <laughs> but we're no one. All right, so now let's give out let's give out Dave's address, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we'll have a raid. We're gonna get in there, man. We're gonna get some good stuff. He's got some out of print Blu-rays that are worth something. So plus, I mean, just the joy of destroying things that matter to him. <sighs> but uh, but no, you were able to get the lawn mode in one charge. Or or two charges or how does that go? Well, I don't. I it like the battery lasts like three or four times. Really? So then I get yeah, and then I get nice. like um um, I get overconfident and I get cocky about it, and then it runs out like halfway through, <laughs> like it did today. But I have another battery for my weed whacker, so I just put that one in there. And then I was like, I haven't charged this one in a long time either. I hope this doesn't run out. And it didn't, but I also didn't bring it in to charge it. So You should probably do that. <sighs> yeah. Uh, T- Tim Castle says, I carry two wallets, a real one and a decoy for just in case I get robbed. Where Do you live in Rio de Janeiro? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's not stupid. I will never claim that that's not smart. But like, that's literally what I hear people say. When you do Rio, like when you go to Rio de Janeiro, they're like, you literally just have a fake phone, have a phone, a cheap phone and a fake wallet Mm because you just get mugged immediately. That's what I always heard. Uh, Jerry Roth asked push mower or riding mower. I'm guessing uh, it's a push mower. I would assume it's a push mower. My backyard isn't very big. I would love a riding mower, but they're expensive and my and my yard's not that big, but that would be even better than it'd be done in like 10 minutes. (laughs) But in it, but like all the fun that you were having would just end so fast. What fun of riding? The fun, the, the riding fun mower oh, well. fun that you have, and you get some music or something, and then you like drink a cold beverage and you ride the mower. I don't know. With an umbrella in it. Well, I mean, you could always become oh, one of those people yeah. who mows twice a week. You know, just become one of those people that's like really into lawn care. Mm, it's not the same. Ooh. Jerry just said we have a two point we have two point five acres and a zero turn lawnmower. I'm not sure what that means. Is that like one of those that like can turn on a corner or I'm not sure I what think that means. So. I, I will say, so the people across the street from me, uh they're renters and I and I guess the lawn mowing is included in their rent because people come and and mow all the time. You know, like every week they come and mow and they have those Mm -hmm. big stand up lawnmowers that are super fast and beefy and their, their yards always done in like six minutes. It's just like, it's insane how fast it's done. Um, so, uh, we got a comment from YouTube. Army and blink said, hi, hello, army and blink. Hey. (laughs) So, uh, oh goodness. Uh, Missy says you haven't lived until you've mowed the lawn, the law. She says, mow the law. I mowed the law and the law one, um, <laughs> mowed the lawn with a zero turn. Okay. So it is one of those that like turns, it's like a big circle kind of thing. Like yeah. it, can, it can turn on a dime, although that would be dangerous. Don't mow dimes. So I mean, they're so small and low. I think it would probably be okay. You really yeah. wouldn't get them. It'd probably be all right. If, if you heard it here first, guys, Michelle has guaranteed through legal liability that it's safe to do that. So I have I have E&O insurance, so I guess <laughs> you can take me up on that. But. Oh, somebody feels like she's bulletproof now that she has E&O insurance. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Um, I still can't believe that that's the one thing our two businesses have in common is, you know, insurance of all things, releasing feature films and home inspecting. You both need, you know, insurance. 
Well, I mean, most of the time you need it, but uh, for for films, uh, not always, but you can get away without having it sometimes. But geez. And I think it's probably just as much a scam for both of us. So uh, not really for us. Yeah. They don't just ditch you the moment you violate it. I don't think so. Because that is not something I heard. Yeah. Yeah, from your E and O rep, I bet they didn't say that. Oh no, no, no. yeah, yeah. They were like, "Oh, we're not gonna ditch you." We we would literally never do anything bad to you ever, never ever. We love you and care about you. You're important to us. That's all the things they say. They, Sorry, I'm using my phone to turn the air conditioner on. I'm done. I need the oh. air conditioner on. Okay. Ah, much better. Ah, it's just too hot in here. I'm starting to sweat. People are going to think I'm everything I'm saying is a lie. Like oh. uh, like when Richard Nixon was running against John F. Kennedy because he sweat so much. People were like, he's a liar. Oh, you've got to be kidding. Is your phone ringing? No, I ha- yeah, I have a lead. No, I might <gasps> have a lead from Angie's list. I have to check ooh. it. Ooh, ooh, check it on the air. Give out I their am address. Checking it on the air. I can't because <laughs> they won't tell me. Oh, it's an opportunity. Fuck. It's from someone in Philly. I'll, here, I'll cut you off. You take the call and just give me a peace sign when you're done. No, I'm not. It's not oh, a okay. call. Oh, it's just okay. someone who Sorry. wants who who wants. Oh, that's really interesting. They they want an inspection, but they're in Philly, and I'm not allowed legally to inspect in Philly yet. And also, they have no electricity in their living room, and that's all they told me. Huh. Not interested. That makes me think of that prank phone call where it was like where you just uh you just call a place like a food place and go, I have no legs. May I speak to a manager? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> just that's all you say. Um Well good. I'm glad you're getting some leads. It doesn't matter if it's in Philly and I can't take the job. I know. It's not my fault that Philly's backwards. Mm. I, I sent in the thing that I need for taxes in philly but i had to mail it to them so one day they will get back to me (laughs) one day i've been waiting like five weeks for a letter from the library of congress good luck man everybody sucks in the government i i tried to fax it to them but (laughs) it told me that they didn't pick up like (laughs) staples like i tried like three times at staples and they it just didn't go through so (sighs) pathetic um tim castle said do you have enough insurance to make a kung fu movie uh, <laughs> michelle does for sure uh so uh jerry roth said philly the home of women's extreme wrestling i've 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 had to explain to michelle because you know michelle you came to philadelphia in in my opinion uh you came to philadelphia during the downturn of philly okay like Philly was at the height of being awesome when when wrestling ruled your city and you came like way after that was over. When did you first move to Philly? Was that 04? Maybe. <laughs> you don't know? I don't know. When did I start going to school? Here? I, I That's what I'm asking you. Maybe 04. Well, I assumed 04 because if I had graduated high school, it would have been in 2005. And you're just a smidgen older than me. So. Yeah, but I, I went to another school before. So maybe oh, it was 2005 or 6. The, yeah. Oh, where? so you went to, what, did you go to like community college first? No, I went in, to the Art Institute for animation. Where was that? In Philly, but I didn't live in Oh, I just commuted. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's why I was confused because you were being confusing on purpose. You were trying to make me look bad in front of everybody, but it didn't work. I made, I made uh, me look bad in front of everybody before you could take that. I win. So sorry. I just got a notification from my PayPal credit card saying that I need to set up a, uh, uh, auto pay, a uh, new auto pay. So I set it to pay $69 a month. That's good. Nice. I was going to say, no, it's nice. It's not good. It's nice. Um, I did the math and I have to, I bought, it's actually for buying this microphone. 
because I'm addicted to buying microphones. Those who were here when I went crazy about buying microphones, I bought another microphone. This is the legendary, <laughs> the legendary Electro Voice um, RE20. It's the most legendary radio microphone that ever did exist, and it's mine. Um, but uh, I bought it, you know, with one of those like no interest if paid in full. So I did the math, and I have to pay sixty-seven dollars a month to pay it off. So I set the auto pay to sixty-nine, just as a little treat to myself. So, <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, Tim Castle commented, "EC dub, EC dub, EC dub," and Rachel Rodolfi commented, "Nice." So uh, I need to—I've never exposed you heavily to Philly wrestling, have I? Like from its heyday. I don't know. I mean, it's not like, like, I don't know. Like we haven't watched it, but you, we've talked about it. Oh, we need to do a two seven and watch and watch like hardcore wrestling from Philly. That'd be fun. I mean, Philly, you know, Philly's a special place. They're the only place that booed Santa Claus, you know, like they, <laughs> that's one of the legendary things for Philly. Um, so yeah, man, I should, one of these days I will, <coughs> excuse me. I promise. I'll introduce you to the, what, what Philadelphia really is all about, which is uh, ECW. Yeah. Huh. I'm getting a spam call from Lisbon, Ohio. I didn't even know there was a Lisbon, Ohio. Hmm. I should know that. Lisbon's the capital of Portugal, you know. Oh. So, so anyway, I, uh, I shouldn't. Uh, I, why? Why? Do I keep buying microphones, Michelle? What is wrong with me? I don't know. I, I have a I perfectly good microphone like literally right here. Hey, look, another microphone. Like, I like, and this isn't even all of them. These are just the ones that are mounted and ready. <laughs> like, what am I doing with my life, Michelle? <laughs> it's good that you have <sighs> things that you like. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Jerry made, I just got the joke. He said, you bought a tiny telephone microphone. That's pretty funny. I'll, I'll, I'll allow that. Oh, okay. Um, oh, he said, start her off with the Taipei death match between Axel and Ian Rotten. Uh, that is a really unpleasant thing to watch. Really? Ugh. Oh my God. Well, do you know what a Taipei death match is in real like no. IRL? It's no. the thing where you tape your fists up and dip them in glue and dip them in broken glass and punch each other. Oh no! And the difference between a Taipei, a real Taipei fight with mm -hmm. like doing that and a Taipei deathmatch in wrestling is that they're probably not trying to really kill each other, but they everything else is real. <laughs> like, Ow. like their faces were shredded up by the end of it. It was very unpleasant. Uh, Jasmine would all be oh, sorry. It's okay. What were you say? No, say something. I was I was gonna say, couldn't they just get like that sugar glass stuff? And then hit each other. Funny story. That. that stuff will cut the heck out of you. That but stuff is so sharp good. when it's broken, but it does taste good. Uh, it does taste nice. Uh, Jasmine Rodolfi said, do you have as many microphones as you do glass glasses? If not, you should. I cannot afford the amount. Like, even if I bought the cheapest microphones that existed, I could not afford. I have like 35 pairs of glasses or more. So let's not uh, let's not shame me further than I've already been shamed. Okay, you're like you're like. There's always room for shame. That's Michelle's yeah. like. That needs to be the, t the Michelle T-shirt. Just a, and it just says there's always more room for shame. <laughs> now the thumb up has to be like more sad. Like it just isn't. There you go. Like, Uh, Tim Castle commented Salmon versus Sabu Stairway to Hell That would be a pretty good one I wonder if I can You know what Hold on Since we got about We got about 15 minutes Let me see If I can pull up a If I don't play the audio We won't get copyright Claimed uh, In theory mm -hmm. so, so Extreme Championship Wrestling was a wrestling company that was founded in uh, in in uh, South Philly. Oh no, <laughs> I, I'm trying to. I literally I'm searching uh, ECW like extreme moments, and uh, I'm previewing it, 
And it's like they literally are playing like let the bodies hit the floor. I'm like, oh, good. That won't get us copyright struck. Okay. I think I found something we can take a look at. Let me just. Okay. Let me just pull this up. Okay. Hi, Michelle. Here we go. (laughs) I'm, I'm trying to make this not too loud. This is ECW wrestling stuff. This is just to show you, like, this is Philadelphia's greatest achievement. He jumped really far. Oh, shoot. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Not good. No, look. Well, it looks awesome. It looks really dangerous. Oh, my gosh, man. Whoa! Are you learning? Ooh! No, not really. Oh, an awesome bomb off the top rope! Awesome bomb to the floor through a table! There's a lot of awesome bombs in this. Ooh! Yeah, I guess I like them. Oh, a Tazplex. Oh, watch this. This is dangerous. Ooh. I think they were all dangerous. Some are more dangerous than others, though. That's the best part. I guess. <laughs> I'm giving you a Philly education because you live there. Are you no, learning? Are you paying attention? Are you taking notes? Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. Okay, good. Oh, man. I wonder if they'll get to the fire stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, I feel bad for those tables. Why? They knew what they signed <gasps> up for. Oh man! They didn't. Oh, the concrete floor. But I mean, he hit the table first. Yeah, no. The, the The point of tables in wrestling is is actually to make a loud sound and break their fall. It's it's. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here. And, oh man, that hurt though. Um. I I can't believe I'm just showing you like compilations of like crazy wrestling moments. But I feel like you need to understand that this is your you know your new homeland. Oh man! That's not nice. Why not? Oh no. man, there's just it's just table after table after table. Oh, off the, the top of the cage. That guy's really into oh, my it. Gosh! Oh, this is awesome. They broke the ring. That's fun. Oh. Anyway, I, I, don't, I don't... Man, it's just like... I can't believe how many tables are being broken. <laughs> oh, oh! That's just oh, not nice. Ladders are heavy. Yeah, they are. But this was, this was, I'm not joking. This was like one of the biggest prides of Philadelphia um, next to like their, you know, their mainstream sports groups and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's a branding iron. Oh, that's mean. Oh, all right. I think we probably watched enough wrestling, but I cannot get over how many tables are being broken. Look at this. That was safe. Oh, Tajiri. Thumbtacks on the table. Oh. That's not nice. Oof. Okay. One more. That dude jumped far. Wow, he jumped on that guy. It was a crowd of guys. All right, I'm going to stop on this. <laughs> Just watching wrestling clips because... <laughs> Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, Jerry Roth commented and said, uh, then when ECW closed, it split into two ring of honor and women's extreme wrestling with GI, GI Ho, Alex Lurie and PWO. Yeah. I mean, well, and there was CZW, which is still there. Combat zone wrestling is still kind of based out of that area, but none of them have had the level of, you know, legendariness as ECW did in Philadelphia, you know, I once went to Philadelphia and was at, I think it was Hardcore Homecoming 2, 
which was like an ECW reunion show. And it was held at what was known as the ECW, uh, the ECW arena, which was a bingo hall uh, near Fishtown. Mm. So That's one cool. day I'll, 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 I'll one day when they're having a CCW show, I'll make you go. So you could be like really uncomfortable in every conceivable way. Yeah, I, I definitely would be. Uh, Tim Castle said, you need to get some Al Snow footage on here uh, in the interest of corporate synergy. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Al Snow was in ECW for, for a good while, and uh, he's been in a couple of my movies. So, anyway, have you learned something, Michelle? Because that's what's really important. Did you learn something today? Okay. Okay. Is that, is that, I don't know if that's the appropriate answer. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just trying to help you be educated. Once I've gotten you, I mean, I tried to help you learn about the Bronx, but I don't think you've watched those movies I sent you. I really should. I don't know why I didn't. Because I sent you Rumble in the Bronx. And then I sent you like the Bronx Warriors movie. Mm-hmm. You need to watch those so you can learn yeah, about your good. ancestral homeland. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> Jerry Roth said, "Terminate tournament of death for CZW is usually in Indiana or New Jersey in the owner's backyard." Uh, from I, from what I understand, it's usually in New Jersey and it's in the owner's parents' backyard, which is even funnier because they own like a giant <laughs> bunch of farmland. Um. But CZW is run out of the Alhambra a lot. So they were kind of the spiritual successor to ECW, kind of like Ring of Honor. Anyway, I'm just trying to teach you about where you're from so that you can appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Anytime. So, but uh, I think I need to wrap it up. I am burning up. I am so warm. I'm going to go sit in front of a fan and uh and try to survive this summer uh summer heat so but do you have anything you want to say michelle something really important something that really puts everything into perspective and allows everybody to feel a sense of calm peace and joy in their lives that may be sorely lacking no they gotta do that themselves i can't i can't do that for them Ah, hell. Okay, well, real quick, one more uh, thing. Paulie said, I was at ECW Heatwave at Hera Arena. Look up the Hera Arena incident with the Dudley boys. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm not going to look it up because it's uh, it'll definitely get us demonetized. But uh, but it's great. Uh, they The Heatwave was at, here in 1998 and 1999. They held it at the Hera Arena in Dayton. And uh, they nearly caused a riot. Um, I wish Rockstar Pro would come back. I could walk to their location on Water of Elite from my house. I didn't know. Are they are they not functional anymore? I, I I feel bad. I haven't kept up with Rockstar Pro Wrestling. That's kind of the pro wrestling company here in Dayton. All right. Well, oh. we're, we're going to get out of here. Thank you guys for hanging out with us for a little bit. Sure do appreciate it. And uh, Michelle, you go chase those leads, okay? Okay. I mean, okay, don't if you don't want to. I, just, I mean, there aren't any leads to chase right now. But I thought you okay. just got sent a lead. It oh, was in Philly. in Philly. I'm sorry. I'm trying, okay? You can't oh, no. actually teach me is the problem. So, uh, <laughs> see everybody later. Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time. <laughs>